Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. It's Rick Tittle. Hey, 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 thank you so much, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. That would be me, you would be you, and wherever you might happen to be, let Reebok, let you be you, and all that good stuff. We are here to talk sports. You guys are dumb. That's right. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing. And we are coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. And uh, the best thing about being a syndicated show is I personally don't have to worry about the ratings of each affiliate. Obviously, it doesn't mean I don't care. I want them to do well. I want them to succeed and have this show be a part of that revenue-producing juggernaut that they are, right? But if I was just a local affiliate, I would have to talk about the teams around me and basically just the teams around me makes sense but the fact that this is nationally syndicated means that i can talk comedy i can talk movies in fact you have a director uh coming up in the next hour a film about holland called sex drugs and bicycles and i have spent many a summers in holland talking to him it is tuesday we go a little niche in our first two hours bruce marshall from the gold sheet will talk nhl as he does on tuesdays plus in the first hour we will get an America's Cup update. We've been hyping this thing up for a long time, and it's almost time. Christopher Kane will be in studio with Aaron Lyle and myself for SalesportTalk.com. Uh, we also have a uh, Australian filmmaker, John Balaz. He has a new movie in Australia, a really depressing film, but good, called Rage. And then our friend Kevin Gallagher, the hit king, the hit guru. I guess hit king would be Pete Rose, the hit guru. How is uh, teach your kids how to hit author. He'll be back once again to teach us how to hit. And in between your calls, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Big shout-out to our troops listening to America. I'm a fiddle. Come on back. Mike, room four is ready to go. 
like now? Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like at Dr. Moore's Dermatology Practice. To keep pace with new patients, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle, that's me coming from my house. Wouldn't it be nice to get a vaccine, and then we could all go back to doing the show together. But until that time, we'll keep it rolling, and the lines are available. I'm not rolling. Not rolling. Rolling. Lines are available, 1-800-878-PLAY. Coming up next, we're going to do a couple segments. Out on the water with uh, Karen and Chris. 
Yesterday, I began the show talking about how the Seattle Mariners president, Kevin Mather, um, had to apologize over a video that was shown at the Bellevue Rotary Club uh, recently uh, talking about um, the players and saying, basically, this guy won't get called up until uh, he does his 15 days so we don't start the clock. And I'm paraphrasing. He said uh, there was no way I was calling guys up last year in that bubble season. <clears throat> he goes, you'll see my fat stomach out there in left field before uh, Kalenic. Uh, and then he said that uh, he felt bad paying a translator for Hisashi Iwakuma. And so then he issued his apology. Well, he has resigned. And there is a statement uh, made by the chairman of and managing partner, that would be owner of the Mariners, a guy named John Stanton. Uh, John Stanton will act as president and CEO until his successor is chosen. But he said, like all of you, I was extremely disappointed when I learned of Kevin Mather's recent comments. His comments are inappropriate and do not represent our organization's feelings about our players, staff, and fans. There is no excuse for what was said, and I won't try to make one. I offer my sincere apology on behalf of the club and my partners to our players and fans. We must be and do better. We have a lot of work to do to make amends, and that work is already underway. Kevin Mather has resigned his position effective immediately. I want to thank Kevin for his 25 years service to our franchise. I will serve as active president and CEO until a successor can be chosen. Everyone at the Seattle Mariners remains committed to our mission of winning on the field and serving our fans and communities off the field. We will demonstrate that commitment through our actions. End quote. <clears throat> you know, over the years, it's funny how, especially in baseball, and it's in other sports, but baseball more than any other, because baseball is the one that has, uh, I believe, the widest uh, fan base, um, and you'd say, well, Rick, the NFL is the highest revenue-producing sport. Well, yeah, TV-wise, you're right. But I'm just talking about um, the fairer sex, can I call it that? Uh, I find way more women are interested in baseball than they are uh, in football. I think a lot of more senior citizens are interested in baseball and football. A lot more little kids are interested in baseball. And that's one of the things I really like about baseball is that it doesn't seem to just be guys. There are guys and girls and everything in between. And <clears throat> so because of that, baseball, more than any other sport, does reach out to the public. And that's the good thing about a team that when they're going well and you have 81 home games, your tickets become currency. And you can go to any local church or school or organization and and they say we want to do a fundraiser and you go here's a signed ball here's a signed jersey and here are 25 tickets and <clears throat> it's really no skin off the club but even when your team stinks and you can't give away third deck tickets you can still say hey here are 50 tickets that are free and you're like whoa and those tickets suddenly become valuable because they're free tickets um I mean, the Giants ended up, they still have it. They grow a garden in the ballpark to see, look, we're growing sustainable vegetables. I mean, that's San Francisco for you. But my point is that, you know, you just saw there in the statement, 
from Stanton uh, that they want to win on the field and then serve the community. <clears throat> That's a big thing in the last 20 years. Um, the union put out a statement yesterday about this. This is before the resignation, and the union said, the club's video presentation is a highly disturbing yet critically important window into how players are genuinely viewed by management. Not just because of what was said, but also because it represents an unfiltered look into club thinking. It is offensive, and it is not surprising that fans and others around the game are offended as well. Players remain committed to confronting these issues at the bargaining table and elsewhere. Well, I can say this. I, uh, <clears throat> I am a fan, and I was not offended by what he said about service time. When he said, I'm not calling that guy up and starting his clock in a season that doesn't matter. That's not offensive to me. Maybe it is to you. Uh, in a way, that's just smart baseball. Why would you start Jared Kalenic's clock in a season that doesn't mean anything? But the union says we were all offended. Now, the thing about paying an, an interpreter, that's just stupid. You're going you're gonna to sign a Japanese star and then complain about paying for an interpreter? That's like buying a Maserati and then complaining that you have to change the oil. Oh, I didn't know it was going to have to do this. But here's the other thing to remember about Mather, and I didn't know this until this morning, because maybe he would have gotten a pass. This was the final straw. There was a report in the Seattle Times three years ago. Mather was accused of harassment by two former female employees. The original complaint was 2009. The next one was 2010. The women eventually left the team. And then Mather was promoted in 2014 to team president. And at the time, Mather had a statement, quote, I am committed to ensuring that every Mariners employee feels comfortable and respected and can contribute to our success both on the field and in the community. Can we do better? Of course. We do better. I don't know uh, had that been in the Bay Area. I'm surprised even in Seattle that you can have two women accuse you of uh, harassment and that you would be able to retain your job. So <clears throat> the sometimes I think we're a little bit too sensitive, uh, not when it comes to things like that. This isn't a playground. Everybody, when they go to work, should not have to feel um, poorly. <laughs> they should not be bullied in, in any way, way, shape, or form, obviously. Um, but the thing about Mather now is that uh, he's out after being with the team for 25 years. Now, you could say it like this. And once again, he's a team president, so he doesn't affect what goes on in baseball ops. I'm sure he golfs with those guys and has cocktail parties with those guys and travels with the team and talks to those guys. And obviously, you could tell he was privy to the roster. But you could say that the Seattle Mariners have basically sucked for 25 years. I mean, when was the last time they were good? 95, when they beat the Yankees in the playoffs with Randy Johnson and Alex Rodriguez, Ken Griffey Jr. I mean, I think that was the last time they were any good, right? The 116-game uh, win season, and then they lost in the playoffs. <clears throat> I mean, they threw away Felix Hernandez's career. At least the Angels could say they can give Mike Trout three playoff losses, <laughs> which looks horrifying unless you compare him to 
Felix Hernandez. So, as I said, you can't blame Kevin Mather for what was on the field, but you could say that under his watch for 25 years, the Mariners were uh, on sometimes a joke and usually not that threatening whatsoever. So, anyway, that's how we got things started, and uh, that guy, uh, he's out. He resigned, and I'm sure he got a nice golden parachute uh, as well. All right, when we come back, we'll get an update on the America's Cup. We'll do it with Karen Lyle and Christopher Kane as part of our Tuesday SalesportTalk.com segment. I am Rick Tittle. Come on back. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to Sports Byline USA. It is uh, Tuesday in our first hour, and uh, we check in with our friends at salesportstalk.com. As uh, always, co-hosting the next two segments will be our friend Karen Lyle. And uh, Karen, uh, by the way, I just want to say thank you for helping us get a hold of Toronto Raptors head coach Nick Nurse, who spent about a half hour with me yesterday on the show. It was uh, it was very cool. And he said that his piano has also been or nearly been found by piano finders. That's true. That's true. Actually, Nick and I have been talking about every two or three days. So um, it's it's you know, we're 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 pursuing this baby. (laughs) Very good. All right. Christopher Kane joins us as well. He is our America's Cup insider and after uh much uh planning and much sailing uh, when the moon hits your eye like a big piece of pie that's amore luna rosa the red moon prada pirelli they win the prada cup which means that in less than two weeks the italians will take on the kiwis in the america's cup christopher i understand they won the series over team uk 7-1 so they right now are full of confidence yeah, they they are on the roll, and you know it, it's funny because I, I'm, I don't want to toot our own horn, but I'm going to toot our own horn that one of the first America's Cup broadcasts we did with you, we did a little segment about the weather, and we pointed out the fact that the races at the end of the year, beginning of this year, were going to have more wind, and then the wind was going to slowly die down going into the America's Cup. And if you looked at the weather conditions in March they were actually lighter than they were in December. And our concern at the time was if you build a boat, that's going to do better in the heavy air. Do you not do well in the America's cup or do you do a cup that kind of gets hammered and maybe doesn't get through the trials and then doesn't perform well in the America's cup. And it kind of pointed to the fact that the boat that was going to get through was probably going to be an all around boat, a boat that was not superb in any one condition, but good in all of them. And it, it turns out that that is exactly what Luna Rossa did, is they were able to build a boat that was, you know, maybe not as fast upwind as the Americans, maybe not as fast downwind as the British, but performed well all around. And that got them through it. And suddenly they're very well positioned for the Cup. Well, you know, um, one of the things that I noticed, um, especially um, in this in the last two races, in the seventh and eighth race, was um, was how um, how much the rules of of the road really made a difference in 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 Luna Rossa taking this win. Um, you, you saw that rule of you know in Auckland that you have to give away when overtaking, um, you know, and there's that point where Ineos is. Um, you know, cross the line with a, with a slim lead on, on race number seven, but their advantage didn't last for long, and Luna Rosa was able to match their speed and get ahead. And then when Ineos was coming up from behind, the right of rule we applied because um, because basically they had to give way for um, for Luna Rosa, who was ahead, because of that rule. And then later it got turned around, and, and uh, Luna Rosa did not give way, but they got a penalty. What did you think of that? Well, actually, they, they, yeah, the penalty was for a slightly different thing. The, the thing that we saw was that part of what makes Luna Russa such a great all-around boat 
As you hear the, the phrase velocity made good tossed around a lot when you're watching the America's Cup broadcast, what does that mean? Well, what that means is, obviously in a sailboat, as we've talked about, you can't sail directly where you're going. You have to kind of sail at an angle. And so you can sail further away from the wind and go faster or closer to the wind, which is a shorter route, but slower. So sort of that optimal place in between those two angles is velocity made good. So you're always trying to sail high enough towards the mark that you're making, you're not sailing too far, but low enough that you got good speed. And what Luna Rosa has proven is they can hold a higher angle at a higher speed. And so what you saw in those two crossings is when Luna Rosa was underneath the British, they were able to point up and basically slowly work their way into the British boat, and they had to give way. But the British boat couldn't work their way into the Italian. So even though they both at a certain point had the same advantageous position, only Luna Rosa could actually take advantage of it because of their ability to what we call point, point closer to the wind than the British. And, and that's one of the surprising things about the boat is usually if you, if you point closer to the wind, you slow down rather dramatically in some cases. And Luna Rosa was that's able right. to hold their speed, and that was pretty dramatic. Luna Rosa, by the way, making it back for the second time a couple decades ago, same situation facing New Zealand. And uh, Christopher, from what I was reading about that in uh, 2000, Luna Rosa had to beat our friend Paul Kayard, who's been on the show, the America won best of nine series, five to four. In some cases, the boats were merely uh, just feet uh, away from each other and winning just by a nose. But then they went to take on Team New Zealand and Russell Coots, and uh, the Kiwis made quick work of them. Yep, they did. And, and you know, I, I don't think we're going to see that happen. I don't think one of these teams is going to run the other team off the water. I think, and, and again, remind there's a huge data set that none of us have. Now, we're all going to be experts and make our proclamations, but we're doing so without actually any data whatsoever, which is the fact that we don't actually know, A, how fast in conditions New Zealand boat is or how fast it is in comparison to the Italians. And we can make a lot of guesses, but the reality is we're not going to know until day one. And, but my guess, again, based on a positive data, but my guess is this is actually going to be a very competitive America's Cup. Um, I, I think these are two teams that have their boats dialed up very well, understood the conditions. And don't forget too, that there's this weird thing about the America's Cup where there is the defender, and then one of the challenging syndicates becomes the challenger of record. And they basically rewrite the rules from scratch every America's Cup. And that negotiation is done by the defender and by the challenger of record, who basically represents all the challengers. And they negotiate what the rules will be for that America's Cup. The challenger of record this time around was the Italians. So they may not have been able to get their boat into the water faster than anybody else by being challenger record, but they did know the rule better sooner than the other syndicates did. And I think that played out well, too. I think this is going to be a very competitive America, Scott. You know, uh, Christopher, we've had a chance to see these boats racing. I know when we started, before they had hit the water and we'd had a chance to see them compete against each other, you were really not a fan of the monohull foiling boats. But haven't they given us some good races? 
Uh, yes and no. They, they, they are extremely wind-dependent, uh, more so than the Catarans were in San Francisco. So one of the things that you know we saw in, in, in this final series between the, the Italians and, and the British was if you won the start, you kind of won the race. There were no passing lanes on this course, and I, I'm not a big fan of that. What was great in San Francisco, and Paul Kayard said it when I interviewed him for, uh, I think it was Huffington Post, but when I interviewed Paul Kayard, um, before the America's Cup even started in San Francisco, he said this is going to be a great cup because there's going to be passing lanes all around the course, and he was right. And I, I don't think that makes for great sailing, when the start, we're back to the old days of the 12 meters where the start basically wins the race. And, and I don't think that's good for racing. Last question. Well, I think it's been, a, oh, sorry, sorry about that, Rick. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Karen. You know, uh, Christopher, this is just the one place where we disagree. I really like these monoholes. And I think that, that, that this, this racing has been exciting. The boats have been really fast. And we've actually, I think, I'm not sure for sh- you know, I believe we've broken a speed record on this because of the 51 knots. I think SailGP was able to get 50 out of the, the races, um, and this one was 51. So there, there's been some exciting racing. Speed is fun, but, you know, more people watch NASCAR than, than uh, drag racing. So, um <laughs> We can disagree, and I think that Rick is going to take us out into the break sometime soon. Is that right, Rick? Uh, <laughs> pulling us out of the ring. <laughs> yes, and I want to <laughs> let everybody know that they can call the Piano Finders um, call-in line, which is 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. And, uh, yeah, everybody has their own taste, obviously. Uh, you guys are both sailing fans. It's like, uh, you know, more people watch NASCAR, but I think we could all agree that like open wheel racing is, I don't know, there's something, would you agree more romantic, the open wheel racing and better cars to look at aesthetically, Chris? I, I think it's been on what you really like. I mean, if you like, you know, close bunched up racing, you know, NASCAR is great. If you're into technology, F1 is great. It, it, it's, I think one of the fun things about the America's Cup is, is it's kind of a mashup. Right, it's about the athletes, it's about the boats, it's about the weather, it's about the design. I think that's what makes it unique. For me, though, though, I, w- I want the races to be in doubt. And right now, we're not. You know, the the, the start is winning the race, and I don't like that. All right, so we will take a, a quick break. And by the way, if you uh, want to get in on uh, any questions throughout the week, if you go to salesport.com and uh, check that out, and there are always videos and links and other such things and the number to call here is 1-800-878-PLAY 1-800-878-7529 where else are you going to get these updates as i said we are less than two weeks away from the actual thing we've been talking about this for months and it's uh, nearly upon us i'm rick tittle come on back with karen lyle and christopher kane on sports byline usa Welcome to the Vendee Globe podcast, featuring voices from the ocean. There's a big queue for uh, people visiting the race pontoon. 
There's a number of Imokas, of course, uh, on the pontoon. One or two skippers still around and it's holiday time. Weather's not too bad and so there's many people going down the uh, pontoon to see the race boats. In the meantime, we spoke uh, today with uh, Ari Husela, with uh, Alexia Barrier uh, and indeed with uh, Isabel Joshk. Starting off with uh, Alexia Barrier, as you probably know, she has a pretty bad uh, back injury. She uh, fell over a few days ago now, she was uh, changing her clothes, in fact, and she fell on top of something. And so she's her mobility is very much reduced. She's trying to protect it as much as possible uh, and uh, reduce the, the amount that she moves around the boat. But in the meantime, she's downwind and uh, things are not too bad. And as ever, you'd expect with Alexia, she's putting a very brave face on it, but looking forward to being finished. And this is Alexia today. Yes, my back hurts a lot, but um, with uh, our doctor, Jean-Yves Chauve, uh, he gave me some good uh, prescription of uh, medicine, so killing the pain, and uh, that allows me to move a little on the boat, uh, do few maneuvers. I try to do uh, less maneuvers as, as I can because uh, it's hard for me to, to walk on the boat and to stand up. And um, to to grind, so I I try to I manage to do um, the more economic uh, sailing I can do, and uh, but I'm in a good mood. I'm so happy to to be uh, so close to the finish line, and uh, that's the only thing that that's important for me now. Do you know what the problem is? Is it muscular? Is it disc or? For now, um, we we don't know because I should, you know, pass some exams like uh, scans or um, uh, yeah, going radiotherapy, and we know that the muscles are are bad, but maybe something is broken. Um, I don't know the name of a thing in English. It's apophyse in French. It's a little tiny bone that um, holds the 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 vertebra and uh, so yeah maybe something is broken we don't know yet and uh, as soon as I will arrive Jean Yves did already organize everything uh, to go to the hospital and and do the exams but uh, you know I hope I will feel better because I really want to hold the champagne bottle and uh, to spray uh, the champagne on everybody if I cannot carry the, the bottle of champagne I will be sad. <laughs> All right, Sports Byline USA uh, on Tuesdays, as I mentioned, the first hour, we check in with Karen Lyle and SalesportTalk.com about all things out on the water, racing sailboats, what have you, all uh, areas of the sport and uh, genre. And uh, Christopher Kane, a uh, local friend who is an American's Cup aficionado, joins us for another segment. If you'd like to get in on the Piano Finders phone line, it is 1-800-878-PLAY. And Karen, it brings to mind... A uh, thought that just hit me. I guess you're not going to the America's Cup because it's less than two weeks away and your quarantine would have already had to have started. Is that right? Well, you know, I probably could have pulled it off uh, with an, uh, with 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 a call to the ambassador and, and an emergency application for getting in. But but this this whole thing that happened with um, the the shutdown for 72 hours because a family found 
was found with COVID and uh, none of the fans were able to come. You know, it really gave me pause because I could go through quarantine. I could sit there and not be able to go and see the race and be stuck in a hotel room somewhere because of uh, of a COVID outbreak. And that's just that, that was just probably I decided that I'm going to see probably as much as I'm going to see from here. Very good. So, Christopher, one thing that I noticed about the final race was that, and as you know, once again, I'm sort of the the, the regular listener, the the newbie to all this, was that <laughs> both teams had to slow down right before the race started because they were going to hit the start line too fast. And I would imagine that's something that must be uh, very uh, <laughs> disappointing when you're getting all this speed and it's like, uh oh, we're going to. We're going to cross the line too quickly. we got to slow down. I mean, how hard is that? Yeah, in these boats, it's, it's incredibly difficult. Um, with monohulls, it's a lot easier. But, you know, if, if there's one thing that uh, sailors hang their hats on, it, it's time on distance. That's our bread and butter. And time on distance is being able to look at a boat that you're going to be crossing, looking how far a marker is away and being able to quickly just kind of in your head figure out, well, I'm about 40 seconds away, you know, about 30 seconds away. And, you know, with these, and again, we've mentioned this before, these aren't just brand new boats to the America's Cup. These are brand new boats. There's never been boats like this before. We're still, after, you know, hundreds of hours of racing, we're still seeing the crews mistime these starts. Um, and, and, you know, yeah, it's disappointing. But there's also, you know, the penalty it's a lot higher on these boats than it is on a normal monohull. I mean, if you're talking about, you know, I got to slow down. Oh my God. I, I have to go from 11 knots to seven knots. That that's not the end of the world as you know it. But if you're on a foiling monohull uh, that, that, you know, is doing 30 or 40 knots and all of a sudden you drop down to 15 and bottom out, that's the race. So, you know, one of the things that we've also seen is, is basically it, it's one attack and done. So normally in a pre-start, and again, this is weird with sailing, the, the, the race actually starts before it starts. Uh, the boats kind of enter the starting area before the starting gun, duel it out, and the goal is to, as you pointed out, Rick, hit the line right as the gun goes to zero at full speed. And the problem is, of course, the other boat's trying to do the exact same thing. So that that's where the fun of the pre-start comes. And normally you'll see the boats really go at each other. And basically what we're seeing in this America's Cup is you'll see one attack from one boat, and then that's it. Because they're more concerned with staying on their foils than they are with, with getting disadvantaged against the other boat. And what that leads to sometimes is both boats just kind of bumbling their way into the line because they're scared to attack. And that's when you wind up with what happened in that race, where all of a sudden they're both like, oh boy, got to slow down. Um so, you know, it'll be interesting to see. And I think this is one thing that you can put a question mark around the Kiwis, which is they haven't had to do a competitive start. And time on distance is obviously still, after all these weeks of racing, a problem in these boats. So you can make an argument that's actually an advantage for the Italians. You know, Christopher, I, I'm going to have to um, agree with you definitely on, on, on the fact that in, in the start, it, it is um, we haven't been seeing the same contest that that we have in in some other 
races in the past. But I also want to call you on something. And when we went to break, I couldn't I couldn't speak in my defense. And um, <laughs> that <laughs> and that was that you made an assumption that I was it was just really more just about raw speed that interested me about these boat designs. But I have to say I'm a technology geek, and what really interests me is how they solve the problem of cavitation, which is that I think around 47 knots the water starts to boil on the on the, on the surface of the, of the foil and it slows everything down. And I remember, you know, when talking to uh, Russell Kutz about this for CLGP back in, when it was in San Francisco and they hadn't broken that 50, that 50 yep. knot bar- barrier, you know, because they were still trying to get, get over that cavitation problem. You know, so for me, part of this race is seeing how the design and the, you know, the design really is able to solve that problem. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a technology geek in, you know, design geek when it comes to these things. And so I'm, I'm the challenge, the, the race is not just about what's done on the water, but it's what's done off the water. And so anyway, I had to speak in my defense on that, Christopher. <laughs> oh, no, it, it's been fun to watch all the work that's been done on the foils, um, you know, and, and changing the foil designs. At one point, the British had almost a, a W design, with their foils, there were multiple angles in the foil. Um, and it's been fun to watch them all kind of figure out how to get these, these aerodynamic services through the water as quickly as possible with the least amount of drag and cavitation. And, and also the other problem, which is you have to get them in and out of the water quickly too. So that has implications to how fat they are. That has implications for how long they are and, yeah, it, it's been fascinating watching it. I mean, there's a reason why Airbus is always involved with the America's Cup with one of the teams. Is I, I would not be surprised to see, you know, applications shifting over to, to airplanes. So the races will begin on March 6th, and that'll be at 4 p.m. New Zealand time. And knowing that that area of the world is anywhere from 14 to 16 hours ahead... How are you uh, going to watch it? What time and where can you watch it, Christopher? It, it's 7 o'clock uh, in the evening. The night before is when you watch it. So Karen oh, and that's I... perfect. Are, yeah, so, you know, it, it's America's Cup with dinner. They, they used to do breakfast at Wimbledon. And uh, it, it's dinner with the America's Cup. And it's, uh, yeah, NBC has got a, uh, a package which is uh, really cool. And there's also places you can watch it on the internet as well, as well as the, uh, the America's cup site itself. So lots of, lots of different ways to watch it. I want to say that I'm really looking forward to the time when we can have a watch party in the same room. You know, we're, we're Christopher, you and I are going back and forth with these little texts and it just doesn't. Yeah. Have yeah. We're texting emotional. each other during the races. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and then Patty Mangan is also te- texting me. She's, you know, making your comments. So I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm. But it would be so much better to be just in the room having that watch party. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Agreed. And Christopher, I think we should uh, also remind people that when we think of uh, Luna Rosa, it's not uh, Giuseppe Pontevecchio at the helm. It's uh, not just Italians, is it? Well, we do have our good friend Jimmy Spittle. And, uh, you know, I'm actually friends with Jimmy, so obviously I'm rooting for the Italians. Um, but, but these boats, and we should point out that this time around, the, the nationality role was, was far more in effect this time. So the majority of this boat is Italian, and the majority of the Kiwi boat are Kiwis. 
Um, you know, you've got a couple Americans, Australians flopping around, but but unlike America's Cup past, th- these are national teams. And by the way, they tried Wait. Giuseppe. He, he's just he's just dog terrible at the helm, you know. Well, Jimmy Spittle's uh, going to be taking taking on the the taking over um, as captain for the U.S. A team for Sail GP when that exactly. starts up, and we're yep. losing them in San Francisco. I guess they've moved to Texas. What is the deal with that? Everybody's <laughs> moving to Texas. Yeah, just in time <laughs> to uh, have it snow. So, but so no, what are we it, talking it, about? <laughs> Galveston Bay and uh, Corpus Christi, San Pedro Island around there. I have a sister in Galveston right now, so um, you know she's she's she's. I'm, I've been thinking about her. But is that is that where they're going to race and just off the coast of the Gulf there? Well, Sail GP will be back in San Francisco uh, in 2022. So we were yeah. one of the first races of Sail GP. We are going to be one of the last races now. So Sail GP, for those who don't know, it's the 50 foot catamarans from the last America's Cup done as a league. Um, and since, of course, folks are very familiar with those boats, there's a lot more teams. So. That is one thing I love about CLGP is is you get seven or eight national teams instead of two or three that you do at the America's Cup. Uh, but part of the reason is, is they used a class that people were familiar with. Uh, there was old versions of the boats you could buy. And, uh, and CLGP is a blast. You know, like, like Karen said, they are fast little boats. And they're, they're fun to watch, you know, a whole fleet of them going at it at the same time. The mark roundings are just insane in sail gp you almost always wind up with one boat on one foil hanging on for dear life it's like watching that that first turn uh rick in formula one that that first turn is always where the chaos is um with sail gp that's every mark wow so karen it's interesting you talk about what a ringer this guy spithill is what a, a soldier of fortune he's already been hired after this to come over to the America's GP team. Well, he was he was before before yeah. before this great performance. So um, I, I I actually was going to bring him on the show um, to talk about Cell GP him Russell Russell Coots about a month ago, but just because of all the you know the things that were happening with the American Magic team and everybody, you know all the stuff that was happening, we just decided to wait until after you know until there was a little break. But there. Um, we'll, we'll be talking to Jimmy Spittle and, and Russell Coote sometime, sometime in the future about the CLGP. So yeah, and, we'll just and give Christopher, him- I guess American Magic was aptly named because it disappeared. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, the now magic you see him, is now still you there. Don't. The magic is still there. It really is. We're gonna, we're, we're just not in this race. <laughs> All right. I uh, want to, uh, as I said, uh, we only have uh, another week uh, to talk about this because it's going to get going on the 6th. And uh, that would be the 5th at 7 p.m. out here in California. So uh, we'll check in again next week with our friends at salesport.com. Of course, as always, Karen Lyle and our friend Christopher Kane. Thank you both. And uh, we'll talk next week. Thanks, Rick. Thanks. Thanks, Rick and Christopher. We'll, we'll see you soon. All right, sounds good. And we'll take a quick break and come on back on the show.
Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. we got another couple hours to go. The other day we were talking about uh, Isaiah Wilson, the Tennessee Titans' first-round pick in this last draft, and the fact that uh, he basically didn't play this year. And uh, also um, that the team's GM, John Robinson, said that uh, he hasn't even been in contact with him. 
And uh, he said, uh, we talked about the time, quote, he is going to have to make a determination on whether he wants to do what it takes to play football. That will be on him. Well, Isaiah Wilson yesterday on his Twitter account tweeted that he is done with football as a Titan. That tweet stayed up for about 10 minutes before it was taken down. And this is, of course, just the latest ordeal and is what a disastrous start to an NFL career, if you can call it that. It's hanging by a thread right now. This was the 29th overall pick last spring. Four snaps with the Titans last season and um, got into some problems and finally was put on the non-football injury list in early December. He was arrested for a DUI in September, was suspended by the team for violating club rules, and uh, then he didn't show up because of personal issues. He's 22 years old. He also has been in some incriminating uh, videos on the Internet uh, as well. And, uh, you know, this is the thing. If he was a Raider draft pick, all you would hear is about what an idiot the Raiders are. And, yeah, they would look dumb. But therein lies. You can do all your homework. This isn't some kid that no one knew about from a Division three school. This was the starting left tackle at the University of Georgia, 6'6", 350, looked great at the combine. You think about protecting Ryan Tannehill and paving the way for Derrick Henry as he runs the ball. Taylor Lewan on the other side. This was, you know, pretty much uh, the only thing that would be wrong with this guy is if, you know, he wasn't good enough to play football. You would never think that he would have these other problems. So you could say they didn't do their, their due diligence. They ignored some of the warning signs with this guy. But I just think this is something that every team can fall victim to. I don't think the Titans are stupid. Uh, I think the kid, I'd hate to call him stupid, but he's got some issues. He definitely does, especially when he's tweeting out stupid stuff like that. All right, uh, hopefully he gets it together. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Got another two hours. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Biden spoke to the nation Monday night, urging us to resist becoming numb to the sorrow that the novel coronavirus had inflicted. The nation marked a milestone of more than a half million Americans dead from the pandemic in a solemn ceremony at the White House. It was revealed Monday that the Pratt & Whitney jet engine that burst into flames and forced a United Airlines pilot to make an emergency landing shortly after takeoff from Denver had similar blowouts on at least two other flights. This isn't the first time it happened, aviation expert Greg Feith said in an interview, referring to the PW4000 engine's malfunction. Woke Coca-Cola is apparently forcing its employees to complete online training that tells them, try to be less white. A whistleblower inside the company shared screenshots of the presentation, which is based on the toxic book, White Fragility, by Robin DiAngelo. In the U.S. and other Western nations, white people are socialized to feel they are inherently superior because they are white. USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. 
I had begun to notice after 10 days with Balance of Nature, I felt better, more energetic, and believe me, for me, that's something because I have energy anyway, but as old as I am, that was really something to start really noticing. You know, we're all responsible for choosing what our attitudes are, but I had a better mental outlook. I mean, I always try to be positive, but there were subtle things in me that I began to notice. I just felt a difference with this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. For the third time in a week, rockets targeted the U.S. presence in Iraq with the latest striking the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. Texas USA Radio News Bureau's John Clemens reports. Ned Price of the State Department said the response will be on the U.S. timetable, using all the tools at a time and place in the future, working with the U.S.-led coalition. What we will not do is lash out and risk an escalation that plays into the hands of Iran uh, and can, contributes to their attempts to further destabilize Iraq. The Shiite military group called the Guardians of Blood Brigade claimed responsibility for one of the rocket attacks last week near the Erbil airport that claimed the life of a civilian contractor. The eight deaths last year bring to 99 the number of American troops who have died while taking part in the U.S.-led coalition battling ISIS since it began over six years ago. 21 were killed in combat and more than 235 have been wounded in action. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Is the $1,400 COVID-19 stimulus money for most Americans worth the debt put on the shoulders of our children? Financial experts predict it will take roughly 50 years to pay back. With another perspective on the $1.9 trillion proposal, Ohio USA Radio News Bureau's Dan Naraki reports. The 591-page bill passed out of committee by a mostly party-aligned vote of 19 to 16. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she wants to see a vote on that bill by the full House by the end of this week. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says too much of that bill has nothing to do with COVID relief. The California Republican tells Fox News it's more about spending than helping. Because the Democrats have taken over now, this is what happens. $100 million for a tunnel just outside of Nancy Pelosi's district. Millions of dollars for a bridge that Schumer wants. Not for a COVID bill. Not, this isn't a transportation bill. And now that we're finding that they're putting more money in for education, but they just passed $68 billion for education. They've only spent four of it. The money they're passing in this bill doesn't even come to fruition until another year going forward. It does nothing to help moving forward. It's what the Democrats always want to do, spend more money from a hardworking taxpayer. A vote on the measure is expected this week. The wife of Mexican drug kingpin, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, was arrested Monday in the United States. Emma Coronel Espuro, a 31-year-old former beauty queen, was arrested at Dulles International Airport in Virginia. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry.
Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. back to the show great to have you with us wherever you might happen to be listening coast to coast and around the world on american forces radio network that's the army the navy the air force the marines the coast guard you know the uh, armed services can do a lot for you i have a, a certain relative who uh she's in her 20s and I don't know. I'll say that she was kind of hanging out with the wrong crowd and not really doing any uh, career that was uh, super interesting to her. And she told me yesterday she was going to join the Navy, and I think that's absolutely outstanding for her. She took a test and scored extremely high, so they're excited about her. And uh, they've given her a choice whether she wants to be stationed in Brazil or Japan. I mean, how exciting is that than to just be hanging around Sacramento, drinking beer down by the creek with your friends, working at Taco Bell? No offense if that's what you do. I'm not trying to disparage against it. It's just that the discipline, learning obedience, learning a chain of command, and then, of course, learning a skill technical skill which can behoove you in the workforce later on and plus the GI Bill if she wants to go to college. I mean it's just a tremendous opportunity and she's a smart kid and she would be an asset to the Navy and um, I, I think it's tremendous. I really do. It's a it's a great opportunity not just for people who are wayward <laughs> for anybody. So um, those of you listening in the armed services, I mean, you guys and gals, you're the ones that allow us to do this. You're the ones that keep us safe, and uh, we certainly appreciate all that you do. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. We have a couple of uh, film directors. Um, we got uh, a uh, one about Holland. We got one from Australia. We got uh, also uh, Bruce Marshall coming up. Kevin Gallagher, the hit guru, but uh, next will be Jonathan Black, the director of a film called Sex, Drugs, and Bicycles. Come on back. I'll be right there. Uh, 
we got to redo the whole thing. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like at Phil's Machine Shop. To keep carving out more revenue, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. It's time for some straight talk. Tax returns could look a little different this year. So when the big carriers start trying to get you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get our unlimited plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, the hell is that? Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to be joined by filmmaker Jonathan Blank. He has a uh, new documentary that has uh, already been very highly acclaimed called Sex, Drugs, and Bicycles. It's going to be airing on the 26th on uh, PBS and it will be available on demand on the same day. 
as well. And this is about the Netherlands, about Holland, Amsterdam, all that good stuff. And we always hear about their freedoms. And I've been lucky enough to spend a lot of time there uh, over the years. Uh, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Uh, what was the genesis behind uh, this uh, project? Well, you know, I um, I had made a movie about Holland 20 some odd years ago. And at the time, it was uh, the most liberal country in the world. It was really, you know, mind-boggling coming from America. Um, they just had, you know, legalized prostitution and uh, decriminalized drugs that were for sale in stores everywhere. And really um, liberal policies on everything from gay rights and the environment to education. And it just was kind of mind-blowing. And, um, you know, 20-some-odd years later, the world has changed. Things have evolved. America's gotten uh, more liberal in some ways, like looking at our uh, marijuana legalization drives that are happening everywhere. Uh, Gay rights have certainly, you know, made a lot of moves forward. But then in other ways, we've kind of uh, not done that. And, And I think, you know, I was hearing so many people... Um, here say things like, you know, if we got uh, health care for everybody, America would turn into Venezuela. And, and I kept thinking, wow, that is so weird because, you know, every other developed country in the world has universal health care. Um, why can people think that if you provide some of these basic things that you're going to turn America into like a third world military dictatorship or something? Like that. Well, I said, let me go back to Holland and see how they're doing now, see if they're still so liberal and what's going on with their health care. And uh, it turns out that uh, they're still pretty liberal. They're not as liberal, I would say, but they're still pretty darn liberal. And uh, everyone still has health care, and now it's even better health care than it was 20 years ago. And uh, they're nothing like Venezuela. So I thought it'd be interesting to show Americans what it's like to live in a place like that where some of the basics of life are taken care of. And at the same time, it's a super capitalist country. Uh, They're one of the world's biggest uh, trading uh, exporters. They have a thriving entrepreneurial culture. And uh, so I thought it'd be something cool for Americans to check out. No, it's very cool. And the thing I think that the the sort of misnomer, and I don't know if it's from our puritanical background, but, you know, Americans would probably traditionally think that if you have a country that lets you smoke weed and lets you have, you know, uh, free, pro, you know, legal prostitution and have two month paid vacation, that there would be chaos and that it would be laissez faire and no one would care about anything but themselves. And it's actually the opposite is found true. It's It's a very uh, tight-knit community. Uh, people seem to care about their neighbors a, a lot more and the the standard of living. It's a very family-oriented country, I found it. It is. Yeah, it is. Actually, they, it is super family-oriented. They have really strong family values. They have this word um, that everyone uses. You hear it constantly there. And uh, it's the word is chazelah. And, um, and it kind of means cozy or comfy. It, it, there's no exact word in English that matches up with it. But 
the Danish have a word, Huga, which is kind of similar that people talk about. But the idea is that you get together with your friends and family and you have, you know, some coffee or snacks and maybe a drink and you hang out with each other and you, you make sure that everybody and everything is chazelic, you know, because you want everybody to feel good. And, and so it's a, a, a strong value in that society that they want people to feel good and comfortable. And so you see that up and down the, the, the whole spectrum of everything that their society is built on, from guaranteeing that everybody has health care to ensuring that the schools are really good. So they have one of the best school systems in the world. Uh, it's super safe. Uh, but, you know, the kids, kids all start getting around on their own when they're four or five years old on their bicycles. So the kids are all riding over to their friends' houses. The friends are taking care of the, their neighbors' kids. And you definitely do see this strong sense of community, which is helped by the strong safety net because you know that you're, a lot of your basic fears are taken away by this idea that you're never going to slip too far down. There's always gonna, you're always going to have health care. You'll always have a, a roof over your head if you need it. There are services available. And, and the removal of that kind of tension and fear lets people be more family-oriented and more community-oriented. I find the whole country fascinating and the fact that, you know, the pie bars, the French call it the low countries, and just to live there, you have to figure out a series of, of dikes and, and levees, and uh, they're not Belgium, they're not Luxembourg, they're not Germany, but they have a fascinating culture, not just from the windmills and the tulips, but you know, you go into the Rijksmuseum and you look at the fantastic uh, Dutch masters. Uh, it's a, for such a small country, they sure, sure have made their mark on the world. It is really amazing. You know, like when I found out that the uh, Dutch are the world's second largest exporter of agricultural products after the United States, that's in wow. gross numbers. So wow. they're, you know, second after us. And they're 17 million people. Uh, and their economy is, I think, uh, they're the fifth most competitive economy in the world. Um, and they really do, as the, as the senator I interviewed said, they punch above their weight when it comes to economics. And again, I think that it, it, there are a lot of historical factors. Like you said, they built their country out of the water. 17% of their land is reclaimed from the sea. And, uh, and a lot of the land, over a quarter of the land, is below sea level. So they have had to literally build their country out of the water. And I think that that gives them this sense of can-do, you know, that they can, if we can make our country, we can take charge of that country and make it work for everybody. Um, there's a really thriving entrepreneurial culture there. You see a big tech sector uh, and a lot of interesting projects going on in terms of alternative energy and recycling sustainability and that kind of stuff. And it seems like everybody's six feet tall. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt like Bilbo Baggins walking around there. <laughs> I'm 5'9", 
and literally I was one of the shortest people. They are literally the tallest people in the world. And maybe it's all the dairy products. I don't know what. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're tall. I think they got to keep their heads above water. It's always flooding. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're, that's the evolutionary pattern. They're getting ready. All right, good stuff. Everybody, make sure to check it out. Uh, check it out. It'll be this Friday on PBS and on demand. Sex, drugs, and bicycles. As I said, it's already been very well received. Looking forward to checking it out myself. We've been speaking with the filmmaker himself, Jonathan Blank. Jonathan, congratulations uh, on the film. Thanks for stopping by, and let's catch up on your next one. Wait right on. Thank you so much. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pro. you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 Oh, come now, don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Oh, I'm not going to clown you. I'm such a sweetheart. Hey, uh, coming up in the next segment, Bruce Marshall will do this. We'll talk a little about it. Okay. I saw a chart that was trying to equate how much sugar is in sugary drinks. It said a 20-ounce soda is six donuts. An energy drink is... Five and a half donuts. A 16-ounce sweet tea is four and a half donuts. A glass of orange juice is three and a half donuts. Now, they don't take into account the carbs and the grease and everything else. But what this chart tells me is that donuts really ain't that bad for you. (laughs) I don't think that's what they were going for. But that's what I took from it. All right. want to remind you, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Super Tuesday tonight. Are we having an election? It's the New Hampshire primary. No, Super Tuesday is a special two-hour premiere event of Superman and Lois only on the CW. Clark Kent and Lois are now parents of twin sons. I kid you not. These kids... They just might have superpowers of their own. Even the man of steel must face the hardships of family life while living in a world where evil never sleeps. Saving the world starts at home. We know that. So watch Superman and Lois tonight and check local listings for broadcast times and channel position. And uh, also, we may just be giving away some prizes from Superman and Lois as well. It's Super Tuesday tonight with Superman and Lois only on the CW. All right. Remember a few years ago, I was doing a giveaway for that show Arrow, which I'm going to venture to say was also on the CW. And we, I had these uh, hoodies I was giving away. And... Um, Somebody emailed me that it was an acquaintance and said, uh, Rick, I met you once through this guy and this girl and that person. And, uh, and I remember, but I said, uh, the arrow is my favorite show. And if I could just get one of those hoodies, I don't know what I would do. And I was like, well, damn. So I made sure that that person got the hoodie and, uh, they probably already gave it away to goodwill, but no, I'm just, 
just huge Arrow fan. <clears throat> so Superman and Lois, or as it's known in French, Superman and Lois. Should be pretty good. I guess Superman and Lois did it because they got kids. All right, sorry. Um, there was a um, article by Matt Snyder, a baseball writer online that I read now and then, and he talked about some of the great rivalries in baseball, and he said that this year we might have some different rivals out just outside of just the traditional, you know, Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, Cardinals, Dodgers, Giants. He said look for some better ones this year. And number one, and I have to agree with them, is going to be Dodgers-Padres. Think about that. The Padres and the Giant and the Dodgers have never even been in the same stratosphere, and that's even when the Padres won a couple of pennants. They still couldn't get her done, Trader Jack and Bruce Bochy, in the World Series. But outside of Steve Garvey going to San Diego to get that team to the World Series in the 80s, uh, the Padres haven't mattered too much until now. So the Dodgers... And by the way, I was talking about those over-under numbers, and I said, take the under. Steve from Martinez emailed me, and he said, I'm taking the over for Padres and Dodgers. The Padres were at 95 wins, and the Dodgers were at 103. He says the Dodgers went at 110. That seems high, but if any team could do it, I mean, I guess it would be L.A. The Angels? But the Padres have made some serious moves in the last couple of years that we know about. And they're paying a guy a 14-year contract. Um, other ones to take a look at, <clears throat> Yankees and Red Sox. The Red Sox don't care anymore, which is really weird. I can't remember too many times when the Red Sox don't give a damn. It's the Yankees and the Rays. Last season... Remember you played everyone in your division 10 times? Yeah, it got old. The Rays went 8-2. and two. Do you remember that? Do you remember when the Rays then met the Yankees in the ALDS? And Mike Brasso taking a role as Chapman deep in that game. Diego Castillo striking out Stanton and Voigt. And then uh, Urshela's lineout closing the game. That's going to be a little rivalry. He also says Braves Mets. That's a little old school. That's a little 90s. But uh, it could be there. I mean, the Braves, we know how good they are. But with the Mets, it's not just hype. We know about the pitching. And uh, they added Lindor. So they could be something. Uh, he says Twins White Sox. Eh. Look, <clears throat> these are two good teams. Uh, and maybe they'll fight it out a little bit. I don't see a huge rivalry with these two teams. That's just me. Um, but I think what's funny is that he says there's no rivalries in the AL West, and I would love to say he was wrong, but he's pretty right. I mean, I, I hate the Angels more than any other team. Second is Red Sox. And I think third would probably be Dodgers. Um, I just, I hate those teams so bad. And uh, why Dodgers? Hello, 1988. Still, yes, I still remember. <laughs> uh, he says the only possible rivalry in the AL West might be if the Astros are still mad about whistleblower Mike Fires on the sign-stealing scandal there. 
Eh, I would love to say, I mean, I'll tell you what, in the old AL West, in the 80s, the A's and Twins, they hated each other. And that was those Kirby Puckett, Kent Herbeck twins. And even the next generation of twins with Pierzynski and Mentkevich and those guys, those, that was also kind of a rivalry. The White Sox and A's used to fight it out. But, yeah, the Mariners and the A's, Newser, the Angels and the A's. I mean, you would think it's the exact same thing as the Giants and the Dodgers, right? Well, the Giants and the Dodgers got theirs kicked off in New York for decades, and then they brought it out to California. Here you have the Philadelphia slash Kansas City slash Oakland A's playing a PCL team that went pro in the Los Angeles Angels. So, yeah, I mean, listen, during the Bash Brother years, you only thought, what would happen if Ken Seiko got in a fight with Brian Downing? Brian Downing, if you don't remember him, he wore glasses for the Angels, but he had the exact same Ken Seiko muscles. He was their super roided out guy. He was their Bobby Estelea. But other than that, I mean, those Bobby Rich, to, uh, they're just disgusting. Um, <laughs> if you're a Blue Jays fan, you're like, what about us? What about us? I don't know. Um, Dodgers-Astros is not a rivalry. I'm sorry. That's just not. But the good news is, is that we can talk about it a little bit. And this is why I brought it up. It's because they are going to play each other six times this year. Joe Kelly, white courtesy telephone, you're not there. I don't know, could we see a scrap or two? I said that infield's still there. Bregman, Correa, Guriel, Altuve, they're still there. Just because George Springer isn't there, I mean, come on. There could be something going on there. But the other thing is, is I don't need these huge rivals. I know a lot of times people say baseball does a terrible job of marketing their players. Mike Trout should be look, you know how many times Mike Trout has been approached? Mike Trout is just a little more chill. You know, he's like, why isn't Clayton Kershaw doing national commercials? The best pitcher on the best team. Why isn't he a bigger star? It's because they, these guys don't want it. I mean, Mike Trout was doing his mesquite chicken subway commercial for a while. I, do we know what he looks like? If you're a baseball fan, you do. Do you know what Clayton Kershaw looks like? Of course you do. Baseball is the most recognizable uh, of all sports. I mean, I guess you could say NBA too, but they don't play. They play half as many games. Football, you have guys take off their helmet. You don't know who the <laughs> you don't know who the hell they are, unless they're like a Manning brother or something. So uh, yeah, rivalries. Listen, we all have our own rivalries, but. I think when the, I used to love the balance schedule in the 80s and the 90s where you just played everybody the same amount of times, which was great. And when they went to unbalanced to make it more about the division races, you got the boredom of playing everybody in your division. When I ever go to a Giants game and I hear it's Rockies or D-backs, I'm like, ugh. at least you can say the Padres and Dodgers are coming to town. You'll sell some tickets. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with Bruce Marshall on Sports Bar.
owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I'll be right there. Uh, we got to redo the whole thing. Now. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like at Phil's Machine Shop. To keep carving out more revenue, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. As Gotch brings it in, Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marlowe scores! cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Much and welcome back and uh, nice to have you with us. Uh, we'd like to check in with our good buddy Bruce Marshall on Tuesdays. He's with the Gold Sheet in Vegas, goldsheet.com for all your 
prognostication requirements. Bruce, uh, we had a, a weekend of hockey up at uh, Lake Tahoe, and uh, it was bittersweet for me. I'm a Tahoe guy. I've uh, had a family cabin there my whole life. I've uh, grown up with summers and winters at, at Tahoe. It, it's home uh, for me, but it was also a bitter pill to swallow because my Sharks didn't play. Um, but uh, we all can agree that uh, right there on that 17th fairway, right on the, the lake, it was an amazing view. And on Saturday, between your nights and the lanch, they had that nine-hour <laughs> delay. They finally got it going uh, late at night, and the uh, lanch went on to win 3-2. And then on Sunday, the Bruins and the Flyers, they just pushed it back to a night game to avoid any ice issues. and. David Pasternak got a uh, hat trick as the the Boston Bruins looking really good routing the Broad Street uh, bullies. But uh, what do you think about these these outdoor experiments, these stadium uh, experiments, these winter classics? Do we have too many? Was was this the best one despite the problems? What do you think? Well, there's a uh, there's something precarious always about the outdoor games, Rick, and weather related, and something different too. Um, it's the sun and the glare and uh, and what it can also do to the ice. And that's the problem that they were having on the uh, Saturday game, uh, and uh, which is where you, I mean, yeah, I've been at Lake Tahoe too. I've, you've been there more than me probably, but the, sometimes, I mean, the clouds, you know, they, they stayed away from the lake. They were clouds there. They just didn't run over the lake. And then when they end this, they ended up being night games. I mean, we we saw a couple of trees, but it might as well have been played in the parking lot. You couldn't see the the uh, the uh, uh, the lake at night, so it took a little bit away from it. But it does set an interesting precedent. If they can, you can play these games. You can set a a, a rink down, you know, in natural places of natural wonder. I mean, you could do one with Mount Rushmore in the background. You could do one on the mall, I guess, in Washington D.C. If you want. They were thinking about doing this uh, last weekend's uh, games up at the Lake Louise, originally up at Banff uh, National Park in Alberta, but the logistics were just a little bit too hard there. But, I mean, that's, I mean, it opens up a lot of possibilities. But there is always that iffy thing about the weather outside, and uh, it can, uh, you know, sunlight is not always a good thing, especially this time of the year with the sun being lower in the sky. It can create a glare. And uh, that's, uh, you know, if they can work around that, it, it works. But there is always going to be something precarious. I like it, though. Once in a while, it's a nice little diversion from normal. Very cool. Now, sometimes politics gets into sports, and that's almost never a good thing. And we saw with the New York Rangers, Artemi uh, Panarin, that uh, he made some comments about his mother, Russia. He made some comments against the president, uh, Putin, and showed a support for the uh, Alexei Navalny uh, back there. And then uh, coming out of Russia after he said that, they said, oh, yeah, 10 years ago, Panarin beat up an 18-year-old girl in a bar. Uh, he's taken a leave of absence. The Rangers vehemently deny these claims, saying that the only reason that's come out is because he made the accusations about Putin. This, this thing is, I don't know, it's, above, it's over my head. It's, it's getting kind of weird. It is, and that's the other side of the story. I mean, Panarin and, the, and his agent and the team say this is total political uh, uh, theater by the opposition in, uh, in in Russia there, and by the opposition to his view in, in Russia. 
Uh, and this is all generated by Russian media. So I think, you know, there is something to that. I mean, Eric, you know, if, if the charges are true, there's, there's no statute of limitations on that. But if they're not true, you've got something almost worse, I think, here. And the national media here, here's the, when you get a situation like this, a, 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 a situation in the past, this may well all be false, and it may, it may well just be the political stuff you talk about. But when the national media even floats the, 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 uh, the um, suggested uh, uh, charge against Panarin, if, that, if it is untrue, um, and it very well might be untrue, it reminds me of many years ago, many years ago, there was a little NFL running back out of Kansas State named Matt Caron who played for the New England Patriots. And uh, he got arrested for what was being reported as a, a cocaine possession. It turned out not to be cocaine at all. It turned out to be vitamin C in a powdered form, that he was just taking some powdered vitamin C. Yet that story got out there, and forevermore until little Mac passed away a few years ago, there was always that stigma, that, oh, yeah, he's the guy who got arrested in the drug thing. Well, no, it wasn't. It was not. It was just because it, that's how it was originally reported, and there wasn't nearly as much coverage given the fact, no, it was not a drug, it was just vitamin C. The problem is when you, when you stick something like that out there with Panarin, a lot of people are going to think, oh, yeah, he's the guy who had that thing with the, the yeah. girl in 2011 and, and, and the assault stuff, and it may not be true. And which is why I would hope the national media, when it comes to stuff like this, just leave that alone. Just say he's taking a leave. You don't have to, to, to cover all this because, again, the guy who could end up getting hurt most by this is Panarin if it's all untrue. And uh, there is definitely some other angles to this thing. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, that's unfortunately where there's smoke, there's fire. And all you got to do is put that scarlet letter out there. And if he's innocent, that's really a terrible thing we're speaking with bruce marshall from the gold sheet about the nhl a couple more questions for bruce i mentioned the bruins and david pasternak has put up 60 goals in his last 82 games and the only guy who comes close to that is austin matthews who has he's on pace for 54 goals in 55 games and he's got 16 through 17 uh right now but when you look at the Lightning and, and how good they are, they have the best offense you know, team-wise for everybody. And you think about how well the Leafs are finally playing after all these years and all the money they've spent. Uh, Boston is right there with them. And then so are the Knights. I mean, these the NHL kind of prides itself on parity. But these four teams... And, you know, you could probably throw in the Canes and the Panthers quietly, but they're just kind of pulling away right now. Yeah, it seems like, uh, yeah, there's some real, uh, uh, you know, the same sorts of teams keep seeming to hang in there. It might break through. Um, but it looks like, you know, sort of the same teams uh, we saw last year. Toronto looks a little bit better. Um, what I really think might have helped them enormously uh, and even though Joe Thornton missed a little while there, but you bring in a guy like that and it ups the game of everybody else. Now this is a team that I thought was a little too immature to deal with Mike Babcock. When they moved him out last year and, 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 and brought in Sheldon keep, they, they, the players sort of chafed at Babcock's old school methods and the nice guy, they were more buddies with Keith 
I don't think that served that team well when they got in the playoffs. You can overcome that a little bit if you bring a guy in like Thornton. And I and he becomes the guy everybody sort of looks up to. And you want to play well. You don't want to draw the ire of a of a uh, stately veteran like that who's on his way to the Hall of Fame. So it can be a little tweak like that, and all of a sudden the Leafs are there. Uh, and if they keep it up, they're going to be in contention. So it can be a little move like that. Who, who else could break into that top ten? I'm not sure. You're wondering about Florida right now. They're, they're playing awfully, awfully well. And do they have that little oomph to get into the top tier? Maybe. We'll see how the, the season progresses here. We've got trades coming up as well. But, you know, that you, sometimes you need a little extra push to get get a team over the hump into that top tier. It looks like I think just having Thornton around has, has been a push for Toronto. And we'll see if maybe a Florida can break into that top tier uh, with those other teams. Also, I've been really impressed with the Blackhawks. I don't know if they're going to be able to sustain this stuff, but uh, – uh, they've still got enough of the core there from the championship years, and some of the youngsters are starting to deliver, and they got a great young goalie in Lincoln. And, uh, I'm not sure the Blackhawks are there yet, but they're sure interesting. Last hockey question for you. As bad as my Sharks have been, and they've really had one only one player all year who's been playing great, and that's their captain, Logan Couture, but you could still make a case that they're the, the best team in California. The Ducks are the worst. I'm sure Kings fans would say that they're better than the Sharks, but the, the Kings have a pretty good power play, but when they're at full and equal strength, they're, they're an abysmal team. Uh, what's going on in the sun in the, uh, I almost said the sunshine state. What's going on in the golden state? Because this has been going on a while now for these three teams. Well, the Kings look like they're making a little bit of noise right now. And one thing that they've done uh, while they were kind of down the last couple of years, they did hold on to enough of their, championship core going back. Kopitar is actually still playing pretty well. Dustin Brown been there a long time and he's still able to score goals <laughs> and Drew Doughty. And now some of the youngsters are starting to, to contribute. They, they are a very good skating team and they are on a nice five game uptick now. And Jonathan Quick started a little slow this year. All of a sudden he is playing much better. He's getting pushed with Cal Peterson and goal. All of a sudden things seem to be coming together for the Kings. Um, and I wonder... Now, the Sharks and Anaheim are both... Anaheim's in worse shape than the Sharks right now, and they've just brought up uh, uh, the new Zegers, uh, uh, the new uh, the rookie who just made his debut last night. But they're going to be in a position, uh, the Ducks, where guys like Richard Riddickel and, and Henrique are going to be on... might be traded here. Do you hold on to enough to a couple of these guys as your foundational pieces, like the Kings did, and maybe to help forge a turnaround... Or do you go the Ottawa route and just get rid of everybody? Um, so, you know, the Anaheim's in that spot now. The Sharks are going to be in that position coming up at the deadline. Asheville's another team that's going to be in that position. How much of the core can you afford to keep and then try to build around some of those guys? The Kings might have done it. I'd keep an eye on them the next few weeks. They look to me like they might be a threat for that fourth spot in the West after uh, the Avalanche, the Blues, and the Golden Knights, who seem to be the top three. What spot could be up for grabs? I'm not sure it's all going to be Minnesota like people think. The Kings might make a run. All right. How about the gold sheet? What's going on over there, Bruce? Yeah, thanks, Rick. we got a lot going on with college hoops. And today, throwing some soccer picks overseas. We've got Champions League. we got hockey tonight. we got it all up there at Daily Picks. And, of course, that Daily Basketball Gold Sheet. All at goldsheet.com. My picks are up there also at VegasInsider.donbest.com. 
There he is, Bruce Marshall, goldsheet.com, and check it out. Bruce, thanks for your time, man. We'll talk next week. Okay, Rick. All right, there he is, Bruce Marshall, everybody. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and come on back up. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Jeez Louise, what's that all about? All right, coming up in the uh, next hour, Australian filmmaker John Balaz, a film called Rage, also Kevin Gallagher, Hit Guru. More than the Beatles. Uh, I remember when the Warriors had Chris Cohan as owner, we used to think, oh, what if Larry Ellison could buy the team? And then they were up for sale, and Larry Ellison bid, and he got outbid by somebody named Joe Lacob and a guy named Peter Goober, which I thought was bad at the time. I bring it up because there is speculation today that Jeff Bezos of Amazon is looking into buying the Washington football team. Hmm. Jason Lockhorn Four of CBS Sports said that Bezos has been putting out feelers the last few years and uh, that he is getting a strong support within the league. Yeah, wouldn't, why wouldn't you want the uh, world's richest man, I guess after Elon Musk, uh, to join the league? Of course they would want him to join the league. Now, S- Snyder has said before that he has zero intention of selling the team, which he's owned since 1999. And Bezos has been uh, asked to comment about this report, and he has not responded. Uh, We know that he has ties to the D.C. area. He bought the Washington Post, and uh, he also put a huge headquarters for Amazon, at least the second headquarters on the East Coast in Arlington, uh, Virginia. And he also bought a huge mansion in Washington, D.C. Well, probably name a city where he doesn't have a huge mansion. But if you are a a Washington football team fan, that's pretty exciting. The world's richest man owning your team. You just wonder if he's going to spend money. The A's have one of the richest owners in baseball, and he acts like he's got the same bank account as Rick Tittle. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byline. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Biden spoke to the nation Monday night urging us to resist becoming numb to the sorrow that the novel coronavirus had inflicted. The nation marked a milestone of more than a half million Americans dead from the pandemic in a solemn ceremony at the White House. It was revealed Monday that the Pratt & Whitney jet engine that burst into flames and forced a United Airlines pilot to make an emergency landing shortly after takeoff from Denver had similar blowouts on at least two other flights. This isn't the first time it happened, aviation expert Greg Feith said in an interview, referring to the PW4000 engine's malfunction. Woke Coca-Cola is apparently forcing its employees to complete online training that tells them, try to be less white. A whistleblower inside the company shared screenshots of the presentation, which is based on the toxic book, White Fragility, by Robin DiAngelo. In the U.S. and other Western nations, white people are socialized to feel they are inherently superior because they are white. USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had begun to notice after 10 days with Balance of Nature, I felt better, more energetic, and believe me, for me, that's something because I have energy anyway, but as old as I am, that was really something to start 
really noticing. You know, we're all responsible for choosing what our attitudes are, but I had a better mental outlook. I mean, I always try to be positive, but there were subtle things in me that I began to notice. I just felt a difference with this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. For the third time in a week, rockets targeted the U.S. presence in Iraq with the latest striking the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. Texas USA Radio News Bureau's John Clemens reports. Ned Price of the State Department said the response will be on the U.S. timetable, using all the tools at a time and place in the future, working with the U.S.-led coalition. What we will not do is lash out and risk an escalation that plays into the hands of Iran uh, and can, contributes to their attempts to further destabilize Iraq. The Shiite military group called the Guardians of Blood Brigade claimed responsibility for one of the rocket attacks last week near the Erbil airport that claimed the life of a civilian contractor. The eight deaths last year bring to 99 the number of American troops who have died while taking part in the U.S.-led coalition battling ISIS since it began over six years ago. 21 were killed in combat and more than 235 have been wounded in action. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Is the $1,400 COVID-19 stimulus money for most Americans worth the debt put on the shoulders of our children? Financial experts predict it will take roughly 50 years to pay back. With another perspective on the $1.9 trillion proposal, Ohio USA Radio News Bureau's Dan Naraki reports. The 591-page bill passed out of committee by a mostly party-aligned vote of 19 to 16. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she wants to see a vote on that bill by the full House by the end of this week. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says too much of that bill has nothing to do with COVID relief. The California Republican tells Fox News it's more about spending than helping. Because the Democrats have taken over now, this is what happens. $100 million for a tunnel just outside of Nancy Pelosi's district. Millions of dollars for a bridge that Schumer wants. Not for a COVID bill. Not, this isn't a transportation bill. And now that we're finding that they're putting more money in for education, but they just passed $68 billion for education. They've only spent four of it. The money they're passing in this bill doesn't even come to fruition until another year going forward. It does nothing to help moving forward. It's what the Democrats always want to do, spend more money from a hardworking taxpayer. A vote on the measure is expected this week. The wife of Mexican drug kingpin, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, was arrested Monday in the United States. Emma Coronel Espuro, a 31-year-old former beauty queen, was arrested at Dulles International Airport in Virginia. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said... My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, 
My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. It's Rick Tittle. Hey, 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 thank you for that, and welcome back to Hour 3. It's Hour Hour on Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Coming up after the break, we're going to speak to John Balaz, who will join us from Down Under, where he's going to uh, talk about his film Rage. It's a sad one, but a good one. Uh, Plus Kevin Gallagher, or as they call him in Scotland, Kevin Gallagher, author of Teach Your Kids to Hit, that's right, especially when the teacher gives homework. Teacher, it's to hit. Oh, wait, it's baseball? All right. Um, I never really got the Australian accent down. I do know I'm, I'm okay with different English dialects in Ireland, Scotland, and lots of American ones, but at least I think I am. The Australian one, I've noticed, though, that things will lilt up. And it's not like where things end in a question, like in Liverpool, we love the Beatles, and things end in a question, and it's not a question. But with, with uh, Australia, they'll just say, uh, you know, I made bed, and then I wrote my report, and then I turned it into the teacher. That's what I've noticed. Plus, they say I reckon more than Clint Eastwood does, which is kind of funny. Uh, but anyway, tell me when we're back from the news. Oh, we're back. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY gets you in and gets you heard. I'll we'll have an open segment in the middle. Big shout out to our troops listening both home and abroad on the American Forces Radio Network. By the way, Biden says he thinks he's keeping Space Force, so that's good. Um, by the way, they wondered what they were going to call Space Force people, whether it was going to be soldiers or cadets or sailors, airmen. They've decided on guardians. I think they're trying to recruit kids. That sounds like a DC Marvel video game thing. You're a guardian. How about that? All right. Um, shout out to all the guardians in Space Force. Uh, the Twitter is at Rick Tittle if you want to get in that way. Coming up next, uh, John Balas. I'll be right there. Uh, we got to redo the whole thing. Then. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like at Phil's Machine Shop. To keep carving out more revenue, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. 
And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912-800-403-5912-800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. It's time for some straight talk. Tax returns could look a little different this year. So when the big carriers start trying to get you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get our unlimited plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to check in with film director John Balaz, and he joins us from Australia. He's here to talk about his new film, which is out now today from Gravitas Features called rage john welcome to the show i already hear rage and and i'm in i want more <laughs> tell us the plot if you could please uh, sure so um it's a thriller slow burner um neo-noir detective thriller all wrapped up in a riddle and uh, uh puts a marriage under a microscope so there's 
multiple stories happening at once. So just think of it as a um, three-part binge-watching session of a thriller mystery kind of show on Netflix. So the synopsis, it, it all starts from a, a violent home invasion. And the mm -hmm. husband, Noah, Matt Theo, a guy you've worked with before, he ends up in a uh, coma. And from there, the, uh, the, the, the hijinks, if I can call it that, ensues, correct? Correct. So um, th these, this couple is uh, very traumatized by the event, as anyone would be. And, um, you know, one day they're out having a lovely lunch and they're trying to reconnect. Um, there's a lot of guilt in the background. And um, lo and behold, they spot the, the wife spots one of the killers in the same restaurant. When you, when you start exploring anguish and pain and, and things like that, it's it can be very hard to watch, but it's also a very visceral thing too that can keep people glued to the screen. Do you Did you ever measure things out and think that's a little bit too dark or too sad? Or do you think I, I need it all, it's gotta be gritty? Well, <clears throat> because we're, we're diving into the deepest depths of human fear and human um, emotion and, and trauma and tragedy, I really wanted to portray it as realistically as I, as I could, um, you know, th these are topics that uh, during the zeitgeist, you know, um, things like home invasion and sexual assault, they're, they're quite serious topics. And I, I really didn't want to gloss over it with, um, uh, you know, just not glorifying it, but I, I just wanted to make it as real as possible. Uh, and yeah, that, that can, that can be a little daunting as a director looking into it and then getting your actors to go into that world and dive deep into their, their own, um, psyche, uh, but again, that's what actors do. And as a director, I got to learn to, you know, um, deal with the material. But it, it, it only, it, it's only as dark as the, the viewer wants it to be. Um, I tried very hard to counterbalance that with scenes of uh, of beauty and um, the the spirit of human connection. So I tried to counterbalance it as much as I could. You know, when you put this film together and then you take it to film festivals last year in, in L.A. and in Montreal to to Rome, how hard is it for for people in your industry to make these films and then because of COVID to just sit on them and then finally put them on display? Because I think we all sort of think of ourselves as going to Man's Theater for opening night, you know, for the for the debut. So how hard is it on you guys? Uh, look, uh, look. We, we went into this film. Everyone went into this film knowing that um, you know it, it's a small budget in, independent um, film. So we didn't have any government backing or anything like that. So any, I suppose we we did aim for the more mid tier festivals. You know, we didn't aim for the Cannes or TIFF or anything like that because the competition there is just way too high. Um, but again, every every virtual festival that we entered, you know every festival went virtual, but luckily we finished the film prior to the actual COVID outbreak. So it was just a matter of um, sending them out and um, sitting back and waiting for, you know, the, the acceptance or the rejections. We had a lot of rejections. Uh, Europeans seem to like this film a lot more than, than uh, homegrown Australians, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, we haven't had much luck on the Australian front securing distribution, which is why I kept the rights to it. Um, but yeah, look, festivals like it. It is definitely a filmmaker's film. Uh, filmmakers will appreciate it a lot more than, I suppose, um, 
you know, someone looking for a feel good Friday night flick. It's definitely not that, <laughs> but yeah, it's been, it's been an amazing journey with the festivals and the, the laurels really have helped boost its credibility amongst the audience so far. And how has it been in the Australian film industry? Because, you know, in the eighties we had the pendulum swing from Crocodile Dundee to Mad Max. And then in recent years, kind of the, the Wolf Creek, the, the creepy outback type of feature. How has it been for the industry down there? Look, it's, it's an industry that's quite small. It's very unique. Um, it's sorry, it's very clicky. Um, so it's really about, you know, how you can package a product together. That's really, uh, attractive, uh, in a, in a tax incentive kind of way. So getting a film made is it's quite difficult here, which is why we opted to go completely independent. So we don't have to jump through some of the loop, uh, some of the hoops that are set out during, you know, in the government guidelines, especially now during COVID as well. Um, you know, making a film is uh, quite difficult. But having said that, over the last few weeks, the top three box office earners in the country have been three Australian films back to back. And, um, you know, I, I suppose that just goes to show that homegrown audiences do want to see these type of films if distributors take the risk on them and, and actually put them out in front of an audience. So yeah, there's been three Australian films that have done really, really well and um, have been on top of the box office. That's also due to the lack of, uh, I I suppose, the big US films coming in and and, um, taking the competition out. So now would be the best time to release an Australian film, I think. Yeah, it's funny when you say that maybe that the Australians didn't take to it as much. And and of course, we can never generalize an entire continent of people. But are they looking more for a, a movie with Yahoo serious in it and maybe not the depths of human pain? <laughs> I, I think, um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I think, um, you know, because of the themes and, and what we're exploring in the film, don't forget, people have just had a year and a half of feeling like absolute crap <laughs> locked away in, indoors <laughs> and all that. So I think they just want a bit of escapism but having said that i I do believe that it will find an audience um that will want to explore these themes and explore the journeys that these characters go on um i I suppose you know everyone's right now is just looking for a bit of a feel-good time because all you have to do is turn on the news and and you get the despair that this film kind of of, you know delivers um but yeah I, i do believe just just given given enough time um this will emerge as something quite unique um, and, and, and different because not a lot of Australian films are, are handled in the way that rages, um, which, which I believe makes it really unique. Um, but yeah, definitely not a feel good film. <laughs> Got you. And as a, a Melbourne guy, and I know not to pronounce the R, are you more, when it comes to footy, are you more bombers or tigers? I'll tell you something, mate. I am neither. I'm a filmmaker, I'm an artist, I'm a creative, which means anything to do with sports. I am as about as educated as a three-year-old on them. <laughs> I have no idea about I, I don't enjoy the football, to be honest with you. I occasionally watch um, the World Cup, the soccer. I, I do I do enjoy that. Um, but as far as right. homegrown Australian football, I, I don't get it. <laughs> gotcha. So the soccer ruse only. Um, Final question for you. What's it, yeah. 
What's it like when you, as you say, you know, it's an independent film and it's very cool that Gravitas Ventures gobbled it up, but when you're not having this multi-million dollar budget, but yet you put it together and then you show it to a film festival with a highly discerning crowd and it is so well received. Is that almost surreal when you realize that everything you did paid off like that? Yeah, look, it's it's always nice to get some sort of validation for your work, especially when, you know, the obstacles that you've faced in actually making the film, um, you know, far away anything enjoyable about making a film. Um, it's always nice and it's always rewarding to be validated by peers and, and people who do appreciate and can understand the process of making films. However, you know, at the end of the day, it's up, you know, a film is made for an audience and an audience isn't going to read the fine print on, you know, we only had this amount of time to shoot it or we only had this amount of budget to shoot this thing. You know, they don't care about that. Um, and nor should they. They're, they're there to watch a story. Um, so, yeah, there's no fine print when it comes to watching a film for an audience. So, on one hand, the festivals are really, really gratifying because it shows a, an appreciation for the, the art of making a film. Um, but when we get good reviews and things like that, it, you know, it just means that an audience out there enjoy it. So, you know, one kind of washes the other hand as well. So we, we always wanted to make something that's artistically viable with critics and, and festivals, but also something that, it, that can be discussed with an audience as well. But um, I, I, love, I love doing festivals. And yeah, it's just a shame that COVID has kind of um, put a bit of a spanner in the works for attending them and, and flying across um, the world to attend these kind of things. I would have loved to have traveled a bit with it. But again, you know, everything is virtual. So, uh, you know, I was telling Marlene, the producer the other day that, you know, th there's absolutely no difference between a mid-tier festival that we've been winning and say like Queen Palm and, and the Cantor Festival, they're both virtual. You can be sitting at home in your tuxedo watching it um, for either one. So it's the same experience in my book. Very cool. Make sure to check out the film Rage. It is available in North America on digital from Gravitas. Features we've been speaking with the director, John Balaz, who joins us live from Oz. John, congratulations on the film, and hopefully we'll catch up down the road, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Okay, I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline USA. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people 
people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60PLUS for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Coming up in the next segment, Kevin Gallagher, the author of Teach Your Kids to Hit and Kick and Scratch and Scream. You know, the NFL, when do we not talk about it? But this offseason is going to have a lot of big-name movement. And I think that's because there's an unprecedented quarterback trade market and there are a lot of free agents out there and there are some big names in the draft when is there not but we could have some very big names that get cut 
just to save cap space. And you know, you you already hear about JJ Watt. We mutually agree that's just it's just a way of saving money. I mean, it happens. But if you want to look at guys who could just get completely released, the probably the biggest name on the list. And by the way, this isn't going to happen. But it could. <laughs> I thought you just said it can't happen. Is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, if the Niners get rid of him, they'll save $23.6 million. Now, there were some articles written, I don't even want to call them rumors, about Jimmy G going back to New England, which would be a perfect fit. Um, I actually think he's already a good fit where he is, even though the fan base doesn't like him. But that's in the tradition of the Niner fan. They love Joe Montana, and they've hated everybody since, even Steve Young and Jeff Garcia, who were... One went to Hall of Fame, one kept going to Pro Bowls. But in the event that the Niners land an upgrade, which could be in the draft, if they think there's a upgrade in the draft by trading up, or if they think Matt Jones is the guy, which I doubt they would, <clears throat> they could get a pretty decent draft pick if they want to deal Garoppolo right now. But it's not out of the question that they could just outright cut him. I think that would be ridiculous and stupid. Would he save money? Yeah. But what Jimmy G gave to the team, you know, he almost won a Super Bowl, and it wasn't his fault that they lost. But it's the, this has been out there in the ether. Other names, I mean, the Teddy Bridgewater thing. Bridgewater is due more than... $20 million for the next few years. That could be something, even though Teddy Bridgewater threw for almost 4,000 yards and he didn't have Christian McCaffrey for what, more than half the season. But you look at the numbers, 15 touchdowns, 11 picks. Well, I would tend to look at 69% completion, which is higher than a guy like Garoppolo. It's higher than a guy like Alex Smith. Look, Alex Smith, is owed $15 million next year. There's no way they're going to hold on to Alex Smith, right? Six touchdown passes, eight interceptions. He's just not a fit. Come on. Really? $15 million? Bezos just made that in the time it took me to read the sentence, but he's not the owner yet. David Johnson. Remember in the Larry Fitz trade? Larry Fitz trade, DeAndre Hopkins trade. He was the centerpiece. The, the, the Texans right now are basically an expansion team. <laughs> I mean, not that bad, but they're acting like it. As with Duke Johnson, the other running back there. If they cut David Johnson and Duke Johnson, the, the Johnson brothers in quotes, that's $6.4 million and $5 million right there. Duke Johnson will find a home if nobody wants him. But, you know, you look at the Jets, Jamison Crowder is going to make $10.5 million next year. And Jamison Crowder is good. Um, 
maybe not ten and a half million good. You look at Latavius Murray, been productive in New Orleans, filled in for Camara pretty well, but the Saints just have horrible cap issues and they don't want to get rid of their number two back, but that would save two and a half million. And you think two and a half million? Is that worth cutting a guy over? Yeah. How about Golden Tate with the Giants? He is a third wide receiver. He's been on this show a couple of times. He didn't get along well with Joe Judge in his first year there, from what we hear. $6.1 million. You look at Emmanuel Sanders, who left the Niners for the Saints. He'll make $4 million. That could be a cut. I think this is interesting, too, when you look at Julian Edelman. He and the Patriots love each other. But if they're going into a rebuild, do you want to pay an old guy like that $3.4 million? Maybe. Other names out there that could get cut, Zach Ertz with Philadelphia. He'll be an all-time Eagles Hall of Famer, but they might want to get rid of his five mil. Jimmy Graham with the Bears is going to make $7 million next year. And we know Matt Nagy loves tight ends, but Cole Komet's presence could make him expendable. And then tight ends, another title guest, Kyle Rudolph. Can you imagine that? They had a big money extension a couple years ago, but they drafted Irv Smith Jr. and they want him to play more. Nate Solder, you think about what a great tackle he's been in his career. Are the Giants going to cut him just to save six mil? Ask Daniel Jones if you want them to cut Nate Solder. (laughs) It's not going to happen. Bobby Massey in Chicago, another tackle making five and a half mil. His name's been bandied about. And then some pretty highly paid guy. Trey Turner is a guard making about $12 million. Look, somebody's got to protect Justin Herbert. Riley Reef with Minnesota is going to make $12 million. They tried to trade him last year, so that could be a guy. Jarrell Casey, the defensive end in Denver, $12 million. And I think he's kind of an underrated player, but he could be 32 years old. You're going to pay him. What about Geno Atkins? $10 million. He has not tackled anybody in over a year. And then, of course, probably the biggest name of all is Von Miller. Von Miller is going to make $18 million next year. And he has a Hall of Fame track record and a Super Bowl ring. He had an ankle and foot injury that wiped out next year. But... I mean, Denver could easily pass. They could easily pass. Just like Quan Alexander, New Orleans, 13 and a half mil they could get rid of. Carlos Dunlap in Seattle. I mean, they give up a seventh round pick to get him at the deadline. He's valuable, but $14 million for a guy who's 32 years old. I don't know. There are a lot of names out there. There's no doubt. And I look at the Raiders with LaMarcus Joyner, about $9 million. I mean, he's going to get cut, right? I mean, knowing the Raiders right now, what they're trying to do, I don't see any way Joyner, who's undersized and always hurt, he's going to get cut. All right. We'll talk a little uh, baseball on the other side with Kevin Gallagher. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching? Who's watching me?
you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I'll be right there. We gotta redo the whole thing. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like at Phil's Machine Shop. To keep carving out more revenue, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed, you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. Oh, that's messed up. By the way, we're uh, some breaking news this morning. Tiger Woods was uh, involved in a single vehicle rollover accident 
by uh, Rancho Palos Verdes. He had to be extracted with the jaws of life. And so uh, we will keep you updated when we learn more. Once again, Tiger Woods involved in a single car crash where he had to be extricated via the jaws of life. Hopefully he's okay there. Just yesterday, David Spade tweeted out a selfie of he and Tiger golfing. All right. Um, as I mentioned, we are quite pleased to welcome back to the show the hit guru himself, Kevin Gallagher, and he's written the book, Baseball, Teach Your Kid to Hit So They Don't Quit. And uh, Kevin, this has to be the most challenging year of your career when you have to teach baseball over Zoom. I mean, how has it been for you during the pandemic? Hi, Rick. Nice to be back. Um, yeah, it's been difficult for everybody in every aspect of life, right? So I'm no different. When I wrote the book, I didn't release it right away. I thought it wasn't good timing. And eventually last summer, July, I did because people are spending a lot of time at home and uh, they're spending more time with their kids and whatnot. So uh, we've been able to get the book out to a, you know, a lot of parents, a lot of coaches, and um, they've had the time to be at home you know, and help their children learn to hit. So in one way, it's been a, you know, a, a curse, but in another way, it's, it's been good because people have the time to be at home and, and spend time with their children. Now, when I think about philosophies to hitting, do you have one philosophy where you have a process where it's, you know, step with your lead foot, turn your hips, keep your elbow in, keep your head on this plane? Or do you look at every individual and adapt to maybe what they do best or what their body does best? Well, here's, but here's what I do. So um, I play ball at high levels. This book here is written, right? It's written for the child, but it's written to the parent. So everything you just said about keep your elbow in, keep your eyes on this plane, that's all, that's all noise. It's just nothing but noise to kids, right? They need to hit the ball. They need to, need to know why they're doing what, what, what you're asking them to do. So I have an eight-step process, which is called top-hand hitting, which is uh, designed to create more contact by getting the barrel of the bat on the same plane of the ball as early as you can for as long as you can to create multiple points of contact along the way. And the way I do that is through my eight-step process at the end of the book. So the book is a good story. It's not just about um, the process. It's about why there's a problem in Major League Baseball, why we don't have viewership in kids playing ball at a young age, um, and it, it, it talks about the launch angle. But at the end, it talks about how to make contact. And there's eight steps. And in each of those eight steps, uh, we focus on the top hand being the dominant hand. And once again, wherever the top hand goes, the barrel of the bat will go. So we want to get that barrel of the bat in the same plane to create more uh, points of contact for the child to hit the ball. And each of the steps will have clear written instruction, clear full-color professional illustrations showing the parent exactly what they need to show the child, and then a two-minute video on each of those steps so the parent knows exactly what to tell the child and how to do it. And I can guarantee you I can create a teacher out of every parent and a teacher out of every coach, and not just someone who throws batting practice to the child. So uh, as you get up in ranks, um, you, know, you may want to get more sophisticated and whatnot. I'm trying to get kids involved with the game, stay with the game, and have fun. And the process that I, also, I teach is also used, Rick, at later uh, stages in, in players' life, when they begin to fail, we all begin to fail. Otherwise, you and I would be in the Hall of Fame, right? So at some point, the game speeds up. The, the talent level gets smaller. And what was working for you last week, last year, may not work anymore. The problem with most hitters, they don't change. They keep going to batting practice, and they keep working on what they were using. And they do great in BP because it's 75% of the speed, and they know it's coming. But um, many players have also switched to this top hand. Um, I, didn't, I didn't invent top hand. I invented the eight-step process, which is simple. 
when the kid is done or the, any player is done, they're going to have a seamless swing where they don't have to think about anything and they're going to make contact with the ball. That's something I think is very, we should very much stress is that you don't have to read the book and then search for videos. You have supplemental YouTube videos that go hand in hand with the book, right? Yeah, on each step, as it's illustrations throughout the book, there's professional photographs of MLB players showing what the what is the launch angle today and why it's not desirable to teach the children. Um, and then also pictures of top hands hitting, and you can see the, the power of the bat on the same plane and the various spot, spots along that plane of the ball where you can hit it. Um, yeah, but the videos are on each step. So as you read it, you know, I tell everybody in each step, the parent, before you do anything, tell your child what you're going to tell them and tell them why. Tell him why he's doing it, because if, it, if you tell him, it's going to make sense. And then they have the illustration, and then the video. So you can watch the video and say, ah, you know, or you can show the illustration to your child. Here's what we're trying to do. And so when you, when you, throw it, when you do that for them, they'll understand why they're doing it, and they'll buy into it. Most parents, you know, we take our kids out into a batting practice to them, Rick. First thing we do, and we expect them to hit the ball. Kids need to be taught how to hit a ball. And parents don't know how to teach them. They throw batting practice. And then we offer vague advice, stand closer to the plate. A lot of the things you just said. It, it makes no sense, but why am I doing that? You know, if you took your kid skiing, Rick, and take him to the top of the mountain, you wouldn't put skis on him, tell him to keep his elbows in, keep your eyes forward, and go ahead, kid, boom. <laughs> you know? No, you take him to the bottom of the mountain, you teach him, give him instructions, tell him exactly why you do this to stop, why you do that. I, I grew up in the projects in New York. I didn't know. I never was going to go skiing in my life. I, I moved to the suburbs. My friend skied. I went skiing. They took me to the top of the mountain, put the skis on me, gave me some general advice, and pushed me down things. I fell six, seven times, picked the skis off. I never went skiing again. And that's what kids will do. If you bring them to the park or you put them in a little league game where everybody's watching them swing and miss and fail, uh, it's embarrassing. And I always talk about the longest walk in sports, any sport. It's from home plate, back to the dugout with the bat in your shoulder to strike me out again in front of your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, etc. So we need to teach the kids how to hit. And it, it all ties in. See, I, I, I'm tying this into Major League Baseball as well. But the, the MLB product today, Rick, it's not geared for kids. They're not watching the games. The games are too long. The pace is too slow. Drive by the field in the, in the summertime. Nobody's playing baseball. The fields are empty, right? So these kids aren't invested in the game. So when they go to the ballpark and swing this, they're like, next, uh, what am I doing this for? They're not sitting on the couch maybe you did, right? They're with mom and dad. We're watching the game. I want to be number seven. When I played ball, I was always, I was always in Yankee Stadium. I was always in Shea Stadium here in my head. So these kids that um, aren't invested in the game, They'll quit early. And the problem with Major League Baseball is that's their fan base in five years. And so MLB needs to get away from this launch angle. Uh, they're not going to do it at the big league level. But I'm trying to change and help MLB down to, at, at the base level where the kids are. A couple more questions for Kevin Gallagher, the author of Teach Your Kids to Hit So They Don't Quit. You mentioned the, the action aspect, why a lot of kids think baseball is boring. And you know, even in soccer, at least they're running all the time. And I remember interviewing JT Snow and he wanted to be a wide receiver like his dad but he was too slow and he was a great baseball player so he kind of begrudgingly picked baseball what what is it that we can do to get these kids from just thinking all I'm going to do is stand in right field and then sit in the dugout and then go back out in right field like to get that sort of uh, stigmata off their head kids you know the kids to enjoy the game of baseball like you say you can stand in right field maybe get one ball all game that's not a lot of fun. Baseball is about hitting the ball. They want to hit the ball. They want to make contact. They want to run to first base. They want to slide into second. They want to get dirty. They want to high-five their friends, talk about the game tomorrow. They'll come back the next day. So we got to learn to teach them to hit. The, the MLB product today 
is all about the launch angle. Rick, you know what the launch angle is. It's a softball swing. It's an uppercut swing. It's designed to hit the ball high and far. But as you, as you take that barrel to bat below the plane of the ball and come back up, and the ball is coming in on a straight line, there's only one contact point. Now, MLB players, you know, they're, they're striking out 200 times. They hit 30 home runs. They get a big, fat paycheck. So they can walk back to the dugout and say, I'll get them next time. But the kids aren't going to do that, right? They're not going to stick around just swinging and missing. So the baseball game today is a long game. It's over three, three and a half hours, right, on average. But it's not so much the long game. If the game was 15, 14, it took three hours. It'd be great. I always run around. There's a lot of action. People would watch that, right? But the, the pace of the game is slow. This launch angle creates too many swings and misses. It takes almost four minutes, Rick, between balls put in play. So before balls put in play, you could, I always say, walk the dog, go make a bologna sandwich, come on back in, sit down, the same guy's at bat. Nothing's happened. Kids aren't going to watch that. 34% of the game is between the pitcher and the catcher. To the ball, based on balls, a home run, or a strikeout. There's no action. Kids want action. Theo Epstein just left the Chicago Cubs. He's the general manager. He said this. Here's a quote on his way out the door. He said, we need to find a way to get more action in the game, get the ball and play more often, allow players to show their athleticism some more, and give fans more of what they want. They want action. They want the ball to be moving. They want the triple. They want the hit and run. They want the ball to be put in play. That's what they need. The game is boring to kids. And so when they get to the ballpark, they're not invested in the game because they're not watching it. Mom and dad want them to play. They're just going because mom and dad want them. They don't hit the ball. They're moving on to another sport. And once they quit, they don't come back. My, game, my, my book is written to those kids to keep them in the game and to the kids that they fail as they go up the line. Try this method. Mike Schmidt, when he was playing ball, in the last three years of his career, switched to top-hand hitting. Once again, I didn't invent top-hand hitting. I invented the eight steps to teach it simply. And he said the reason he did was because that long swing in, in, with the launch angle swing, the long power swing, to catch up with a ball at 90, 95 miles an hour, you've got to start early. You've got to start before you know where the hell the ball is going. And so by the time you, if you don't get that ball, you're back to the, that spot where the ball is, you're going to swing and miss. And con- consequently, you're going to have a lot of check swings too, which is an epidemic in baseball today. That pitch in the dirt, six inches outside, they're all swinging at it. Why? They can't stop the swing because they got to start so damn early. So he, he switched to top hand hitting the last two years of his career, and he had three very good productive years. And he also says he used top hand hitting, which meant choking up a little bit and using the top hand, getting the bat on the same plane of the ball whenever there was a man on third less than two outs. Man on second, RBI situation. He would switch to that because he knew he could make more contact uh, using that method. So it's not just for little leagues. It's if you want to hit the ball and stay in the game, no matter what level you're on, maybe from high school to college, college to pros, A to double A, it'll work. Uh, that's, that's what I write about. Okay, we just have about a minute left. I would assume you're for the starting off with a guy on second and extras, seven inning double headers, must face three batters if you come in from the pen, unless the inning ends, all these new innovations? That will all speed the game up, right, which is what they need. I, I really believe that if they got away from the launch angle, which maybe they're not going to in the beginning, but they need to speed the game up. If they want new viewers, right, if they want casual viewers, if they want kids to sit down and, and be able to – there's 162 games. And the games are three, three and a half hours. Nobody has this kind of time, right? So you got to put some action on there. Basketball is up and down the court. Football is, you know, constant action. Now, they say video games are the problem. I'll tell you what, it's not the problem. There's always been distractions around. And and video games is the problem for baseball. They got a big problem because video games isn't going. They're not going anywhere, right? Um, It's the the product they're putting on the field. It's geared to to the occasional home run that you can cheer for about 20 seconds as he runs around the base and then we all sit down again and we wait. 15 minutes with the rest of his own run. 
you know, you get an inning where you, where you get five players up and a single guy thrown out at home, guy stretches it first to third. You know, that's going on. You can score one run. But, boys, on action going on. They need, to, they need to take that into account. They're short-sighted. And so what I'm saying is, that, is to get the kids involved, who, who is their fan base in 10 years, 55 years, you need them playing the game. And um, they're not changing, so I'm going to try to change it at the bottom and have kids have fun, get more kids to play the game. Youth baseball is down 34% on average between the ages of 7 and 17 over the last 10 years. They're not playing the game. Baseball being used to pay attention. There he is doing the Lord's work, I think. Kevin Gallagher, make sure to pick it up, especially if you uh, have kids who want to play baseball. Baseball, teach your kids to hit. And uh, so just, just tell them where they can buy it, if you don't mind. Uh, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or my uh, website, which is called um, HittingSimple.com. It was the number one hot seller in July last year on Amazon, and it's selling across the country. So if you want to teach your kid to hit, this is the book, whether you play baseball or not. This is eight-step process you can learn. Good stuff, Kevin. Thanks for your time, man. We'll catch up down the road. Thanks, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bio. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. All right. Uh, once again, we just have about a minute left, but Tiger Woods was involved in a serious car accident this morning near Ranchos Palos Verdes in Southern California. His agent, Mark Steinberg, told Golf Digest, quote, Tiger Woods was involved in a single car accident this morning in California where he has suffered multiple leg injuries. He is currently in surgery, and we thank you for your privacy and support. End quote. He was in uh, Southern California at the uh, Genesis Invitational. As I said yesterday, he was spotted playing golf with uh, one of my favorites, David Spade. I know that because David Spade is one of the 15 people I actually follow on Twitter, and he tweeted it out. So this is going to be huge news. And um, his legs, yeah, I mean, look, if he survives, that's the main thing. But uh, I don't know. Can't speculate right now. Just best wishes to Tiger Woods. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time for another edition of Tittle Angels.